Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Road to Radical Visibility. I am so glad you are here. And if you have ever struggled with motivation, maybe you're currently struggling with motivation, this episode is for you. Now, the reason this topic has come up, because it's come up a lot with my clients, and they've struggled to keep themselves motivated towards big goals and also even things in daily life. And oftentimes when we struggle with motivation, we become hard on ourselves. Now, let me know if you can relate to any of this, because I have done them all in my mind. I start saying to myself, what's wrong? Why can't I do this? I've done it before. This time is no different. You just need to do it. Just get it done. And then I start talking to myself, honestly, in a tone that is not helpful, (laughs) and it's demeaning, and I begin to feel like I'm stuck, or my clients begin to feel like they're stuck on this why hamster wheel, why, 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 and then they just stay in the space of lack of motivation. And today, I want to share with you four things that you can start doing immediately that will help you start creating sustainable motivation. If you don't know already, my name is Rachel Freeman Sowers, and I am also known as a breakthrough bitch because I am passionate about helping people in the LGBT plus community and female communities really break through those barriers that are keeping them from becoming more bold in the expression of themselves, their mission, and their truth in business and in life. My ultimate goal is to help as many people as possible be 100% themselves, 100% of the time, no shame or guilt needed. Yes, if you are like, that is what I want, 100% myself, 100% of the time, make sure to hit that subscribe button um, so that you can get all of the inspiration and goodness that comes from my channel here. So let's get back on the topic of motivation. It can be tricky, right? Sometimes it's there. Sometimes it's not. Recently, if you've been watching any of my videos um, on my social media, you'll know that I have been training for the AIDS life cycle ride. Now, I started the training actually as nutrition. So I started out with nutrition first, and then I started training back on the bike. And sometimes I can tell you my motivation has been zilch, zero. No, I don't want to do it. <laughs> that is the truth. And Also, there have been times when my motivation is like, okay, I can get on the bike. (laughs) Excuse me. Yes, I know what's happening. Okay, I'm going to get on the bike. Other times I'm like, get me on the bike. I'm ready. I'm ripping, ready to go. I want to ride. My body wants it. And so we go. This shows us that motivation isn't always or this energy isn't always constant. And we're going to visit this in one of the four things that I'm going to share with you today. Also, I want to let you know that these four things don't only apply to like exercise or fitness. They apply to every single part of wellness that you want to create. Because what's happening here is that we are creating our own reality. And when we try to push and shove ourselves through things, yes, sometimes it can work, but it won't work for the long haul. What we have to do is develop different, a different way of being internally with ourselves and therefore result in an external way. 
All right. So that's all I'm going to say about that. The things, the ways that I'm going to say today might shock you. I think they shocked a group of women I told when I told them one of these things just this last week. I was asked to just say something really quick about motivation. Um, and we're so used to getting external tools like do this, do that, do this, do that. And today's episode is about how you can be that, right? How you really internalize it. All right, so let's go ahead and dive in to the four things. The first thing is, is that you want to create an awareness about the way that you move through your life and your own rhythm. (coughs) Excuse me, I'm getting over a bronchial infection, so it's still kind of there. All right, so create an awareness about how you move in your own rhythm. This awareness notes allows you, this awareness really allows you to observe how you want to move about into the world. So for example, I took today and I did a 20 minute spin. I did 20 minutes on the spin bike. I did a 20 minute hit workout And then I am doing strength training today. So the motivation that I have to do that is a different level of motivation than I have to go and ride 50 miles. And I'm, I'm, I'm observing the way that I want to train, right? I'm observing the way I want to be. Sometimes when I have higher energy, when I have more energy, I do more things. Now, this will also help you eliminate or drastically reduce the amount of comparison that you do. This can also feel uncomfortable for so many people, especially women and people in minority groups, because we're taught not to look at ourselves. We're taught that there's something wrong with either the way that we're doing things or how we're being in the world, how we're reacting, how we're interacting, all of those things. When I know how I want to be in the world, the path becomes very, very clear. This, I want to do this right to honor my dad. Okay. What needs to be done to reach that goal? Okay. You break it down. I'm sure you've heard this part, but it's also when those moments like yesterday, I didn't go out and ride. um, And I just did a hit workout. I could have used the ride yesterday outside. But I decided like, no, this is the ebb and the flow of this. And I'm trusting this path. I don't know the exact outcome, but I'm trusting the path. So when you create this awareness about how you want to be moving in the world, your own ebb and flow, so to speak, your own rhythm, you take out the comparison of others. So eliminate that kind of shame or what you're not doing and what you should be doing. And you're just saying, This is how I'm moving about in the world today. And that's okay for me to do. All right. So that's number one. Number two is you create self-love. Now, this is the one that I think may be the most shocking to people. Because when we are taught about motivation, I have been, I've done it in a spin class when it's like, go, 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 right? There's also moments of time when we're taught to kind of demean ourselves. And you've heard me say it before that self-shaming has become the norm, which is what I want to totally eliminate. 
So when you create self-love by acknowledging that you are doing your best. Now, some people say, no, Rachel, I didn't do my best. And I'm going to argue with you. I'm going to say that you did. What else were you supposed to do at that moment? Like you can look back and say, I should have done this. I could have done this. Why didn't I do that? You can have that conversation. It's not going to be really that helpful. Excuse me. What's more helpful is to say, that was my best at the time. Now, do I want a different outcome or do I want a different way of being during this process? Then you do that. But when we start shaming and demeaning ourselves, it depletes the energy that we can direct towards the things that we want. Okay, so let me say that one more time. When we start demeaning ourselves and the negative self-talk, it actually takes away from the energy that we want to be having to do the things that we want to do, to accomplish the things that we want to do. Now think about this on a neuroscience level. When we are talking to ourselves like that, why can't you, why didn't you? It really focuses the reticular activation system on what you are generating. And this is the negative thoughts, the demeaning thoughts, the saying that I can't do that, the belief that you're still not good enough, all the things that come into play here. It's true. They come into play. And what we can do instead is tell our reticular activation system, I did the best I could then. This is my best right now. And this is what I'm leaning in towards. This is what I'm embracing. When I go up, um, there's this grade that's up to Shasta Dam. It's a three-mile grade. It actually goes further because you go down, but then you still go back up again. So like, it's just this three miles of constant uphill. It's, it is, um, it's a good grade. And on that grade, I could be saying how much further, I don't know how much further to go. I'm so tired, blah, blah, blah. You like, I can have these thoughts in my head, but I could also have, and I've shared this with some of you before is that I can also have the thought of strong heart strong lungs, strong legs, strong heart, strong lungs, strong legs. That is literally a mantra I say to myself. The grade is curvy. So one thing that I said to myself is up and around the corner, up and around the corner, up and around the corner. I'm telling my reticular activation system, telling my body, I'm telling my brain, I'm telling my heart, what the focus is. When you focus on this in a more loving way towards yourself, you automatically move towards your goals and accomplish them. The bottom line, when you can talk to yourself in this way, you move towards your goals and you can accomplish them. Beating yourself up makes you go into the brainstem to say, Okay, I'm in flight, fight, or freeze now. I'm survival now because I can't do this. I'm surviving. And what we want to do is stay out of there and be in a mind-body connection that is so powerful that when you tap into that, it is insane what you are able to do and how you're able to feel so great about yourself while you're doing it. Okay, that's number two. Number three is celebrate your wins. How many of you have held back from celebrating your wins? 
because maybe people think I got told one time online, like, oh, that's such a humble brag. I was like, no, it's not humble at all. Like I'm just bragging. I was taught not to brag about myself. I was taught to be made small. I was taught to keep myself under wraps so it didn't make anyone else feel uncomfortable. And I was taught that my wins good for me, but if I said them too loudly, other people would feel bad. And I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be responsible for making other people feel bad. I want to throw this whole belief out the window. If someone feels bad because of your win, that's not about you. If someone feels bad because you have said or stated an accomplishment or said, I am proud of myself for this, or you said, I am so glad I was able to do this. It is not about you. We need as LGBTQ plus community and women need to be practicing saying that we have these accomplishments. It is okay to say it. You can say it without like having the qualifier of a humble brag right? Or you can say it in a way that really empowers other people. You know, radical visibility is about 100% yourself 100% of the time. And so part of that is me sharing my wins. Part of me, part of it is sharing this program that I've been doing that has helped me feel better about myself, that is helping me reach my athletic um, body state again, that's helping me to feel, (coughs) excuse me, feel strong. And there's nothing wrong with us feeling strong and saying it. And so when we celebrate our wins, it also allows us to give our body that hormone, the good hormone hit, that juicy hormone hit, That's just like, yes, I can keep going. Yes, I'm going to keep going up the next mile, the next pedal stroke, the next step if you're a runner, the next meal plan if you're working on health and wellness journey through nutrition, the the next step to folding the pile of laundry that's been there for three days. Like this woman I was talking to, she's like, Rachel, I know I'll feel better once I do it. I just can't get myself to that point. And I wonder if she would say to herself, listen, you can do this. We don't need to fight our own system. We can put on some music. We can watch the TV while we fold these clothes. We can say, I have this and it's all going to be all right. Right? This is about that celebrating your wins and showing that self-love. So the fourth thing is to find a mentor in a community. Uh, This is so important on any level that you're trying to create health and wellness, whether it's emotionally, mentally, mentally, physically, you know, that mind body connection that we've talked about surrounding yourself with people who have similar goals, but more so than that, have a similar way of wanting to be in the world. It is so very helpful. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've been in communities and, you know, the one that I'm currently in now, which is the fuel for fat loss VAP community, there really is no shame and no judgment. We get to talk about our wins Um, there are so many of us in there that like get to mentor each other. And when I say mentor, it's like, we empower each other when we're struggling, 
we empower each other, right? We're allowing ourselves to show up just as we are. <coughs> Excuse me. And that includes like when we're not feeling that great about um, what we have done, but it also includes all of these times when we acknowledge the real thing and you're led by a real person. These are real women um, in this group. And this is one of the reasons why I love it because it's not like fake positivity. So finding a mentor in community is helpful too, because like my mentor, Simone, who created the Fuel for Fat Loss program, who's also doing the 13-day gut detox that you've probably seen me do um, some posts about, also see me do some videos on Facebook. If not, go check out my Facebook, Rachel Freeman. Um, that 13-day detox is how I've started on this journey. So she created her own radical visibility and really allowing herself to be seen 100% as herself, 100% of the time. And mentors help us because they can see things differently than what we see them in our brain. I do this all the time for my clients and I hear it so often. And even Simone said it, Simone said, Rachel, you make me do things I've never done before. <laughs> if you can uh, relate to that, just make sure um, you put yes in the comments below. Um, but really it's about being able to see outside of ourselves. And sometimes we can't see that. So I do this for my clients when they're working on being 100% themselves, 100% of the time, it looks like being able to show someone a different perspective. And this is what you also get when you are surrounded by like-minded community. So finding a mentor and finding community is going to be one of the biggest ways that you will it, be able to continue motivation. Now, if you're in a community and you see all these people that are posting their wins and you're saying everyone is doing fine, no one's struggling, you know, that's just, they're just all fine. Well, I want to assure you that all of us are 100% human and we all struggle. And if you are seeing that, I would love for you to ask yourself, how can I allow myself to receive empowerment from these people? How can I, instead of saying, look at what they're doing and what I'm not doing, how can I say to myself, I, I am showing up the exact way that I want to. And if there's a different way in which you want to show up, I can do that too, right? It's about changing some of this language that you say to yourself. So the four things is, I'm just going to review it, or the four things are, just going to review it, create an awareness about yourself and move with your own rhythm. Create self-love by acknowledging that you are doing your best at that time. Number three is create or celebrate your wins. Rip the bandaid off and celebrate your wins. If people are intimidated by that, that's not about you. And find a mentor and a community. These are the things that will help you create sustainable motivation. Um, and they are so powerful that I hope that you really dig deep in any of these things. And if you're like, Rachel, I want to create more of this. I want, this is what I want in my life. Feel free to reach out to me. You can DM me. You can email me at rachel at rachelfreemansowers.com. Um, or rachelfreemansowers at gmail.com. 
All right. So those are the four ways. Let me know if you have found this episode helpful and what is your biggest takeaway. Tell me in the comments below and don't forget to hit that subscribe button so that you can be notified. I'm going to be posting the ride is coming up in 26 days now. Um, and so I'm going to be putting all that on my YouTube channel. So make sure to subscribe. I'm going to end this video like I end every single video. Please make sure to stay true to yourself, be kind to others, and always, always, always honor the wise one that is within you. Oh, and don't forget, if you want to know more about that 13-day detox, the link is in the comments below. All right, I'll see you all on the next road to radical visibility. Until then, bye.